All right, welcome to the Felt Recall Podcast. Episode number 111. 111-111. Otherwise known as 111 to my right this week, P-Mag Hulon. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. What's happening? Uh, you're in fresh from being on the road. That's how I do it. Glad you had safe travels. Across from me, Mr. Micah Zimmer. How's it going? No cool nickname for you yet, but we'll get you there. You'll do something dumb and we'll name you after it. Can't wait. Eventually. That's how I got the nickname. Guy who's always right and very good looking. Mm. Mm. Debatable. <laughs> That's where that came from. Just so we're very clear. Uh, my name is Chris. Thanks for being here. We have new episodes of the Felt Recall podcast available every Tuesday morning. FeltRecallShow.com for more information on where you can get it. But the short version of that story is wherever you like to get your podcasts, just go to FeltRecallShow.com. That's FeltRecallShow.com. And wherever it is you do get your podcast, do us a favor. Rate us, review us, leave a comment. It helps new people find us, helps us grow uh, ever so slightly. And that's kind of what we're here to do. Um, the world is burning. <laughs> Uh, our our country specifically and literally yes that's true is burning and we're going to we're going to talk about that a little bit here tonight first um tonight this week uh first I'm going to talk to you about this week's war fund uh is our charity of choice wounded and recovering fund helping heroes heal you'll hear us talk about them a whole lot more coming up in the coming weeks because the annual charity steel match is coming up September 11th and 12th. Visit Greenville, common spelling, warfund.com for more details. Greenvillewarfund.com for more details about that event coming up. And you can uh, help support wounded and recovering police officers around the state of South Carolina. Okay, um, I feel compelled to end this story, although I kind of feel like an idiot for doing it, but... There's finality to last week's... I've never stopped you before. <laughs> Fair. I'll second that. Listen, if I want a podcast with my wife, mm-hmm. I'll just call her in. We'll do our own podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, because I told... I'm going to tell her you, you put that out there. That's something you want to do. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, watch what happens. <laughs> uh, Good luck. <laughs> I told the story last week about my phone, and I ruined my phone in the pool, so I wanted to give you the... I thought this would be a great way to start the show, and then the events of the weekend and where we are, I just almost feel dumb sharing it, but that's neither here nor there, I guess. Um, I have a question for Verizon and anyone else in customer service. I have worked customer service for years, as we talked about recently. I delivered pizzas. I've been a waiter. I have stood on the counter in retail stores, uh, you know. I've been front-facing to the consumer many times in many different roles, different directions, I guess. I miss, I was I was in Top 40 Radio for a while, and I would have to say that the only thing I miss about that was you could just tell people they were dumb. Like, you could literally make fun of people in public. You know, you had a million people, and you could just mock this person in front of when they were stupid. I, I do miss that aspect. I don't miss all the lying you have to do if you're in top 40 that radio. Does sound the lying fun, is no fun. Because I feel like getting to do that to a lot of different people would be fun. Right. Uh, because I know how fun it is for me just to call you an idiot. <laughs> right. Exactly. So imagine if there was an audience of a million people who wanted to laugh at me with you. How cool would yeah. that be? Right. That's all right. Um, I try to imagine 
and it's hard on the podcast mm-hmm. that all seven of the people that listen to this mm-hmm. are laughing with me at you. All of our living grandparents yes. and our immediate parents. I know how my mom feels about you. Yeah. And that warms my heart. <laughs> so, uh, all right. If you don't know, I was told the iPhone X was water resistant by Apple. And as it turns out, that's true for, I think, five days after you purchase it. <laughs> They're not very specific about it, but... Uh, Great advertising. As it turns out, your your iPhone, actually, uh, the, the water resistance dissipates. It goes away over time. And I didn't know that, but it, apparently it's an open secret. And so anyway, I dunked it in the pool uh, at your cousin's house last weekend, Micah, filming my kids, and it ruined the phone. And so here's what happens. Because I, I hope Verizon does hear this, because I'm, I know that my money is just a drop in the bucket to you, right? But what shouldn't be is the fact that I'm what you could describe as a content consumer. When I find something and I'm comfortable with it, I have no desire to uproot it and go somewhere else. Zero. Zilch. If I'm happy with what I got, I'm not going to rock the boat. I'm just going to let it go. I, everything I pay for in my life that will allow it is on auto pay. Because I don't want to think about it, right? Yeah. You take your money. I know you're paid. I go about my life. Done. Right? You get paid. I don't think about you. We're done. So, like Micah's dating life. So, I, I say this to say, <laughs> I say this to say that I go to Verizon via their website, sign in under my account, and I say, hey, I want to upgrade my phone. Because like an idiot, I dunked my phone in the pool and it's dead. Can't turn it on. It heated itself to 112 degrees. It's fried. I would like to get a new phone. I have decided that I will purchase the iPhone 11 Pro from you. Now, if you don't know, I do social media and I do a lot of photography and video stuff, right? So when I buy a phone, I can't do 64 gig. I usually do whatever the largest option is they'll give me. And I tend to fill it up kind of fast. So I say uh, this is is rather, you know, it's an expenditure. It's 1100 bucks, right? I don't do all the things that you do that you just listed. And I cheaped out on the last one and got a smaller version. It's basically full now. So here's where it gets weird. I tell Verizon, I want want a new phone. I'm willing to buy it through you. But here's what I learned. And this is what I tell Verizon. I've read in your terms that there's a $40 fee simply for upgrading my phone. It doesn't go towards the purchase of the phone. I got as far in setting this up as seeing what my next bill would be. So I have two questions for you. I want to pay for half of it right now. I want to give you cash for half now, but I want the $40 fee waived. And then I just want to do, you know, because they'll do, they'll add it to your plan for you know 24 months or whatever. So I wanted to pay half and then have them add the other 550 bucks to the plan for 24 months. Doesn't hurt as bad, right? Interest free, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I want that, and I want my fee waived. It was going to be my approach, but I started with the fee. So I say, I'm not going to pay you $40 just to buy a phone from you. That seems stupid. Why would I pay you $40 for the, what, a, the privilege, the privilege of, of buying a phone? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to buy this phone anywhere. I'll have to Pretty buy strange. it. You know? 
So they'd say to me, oh, oh, no, no, no. If you buy through us, we'll give you half off. What if you just went and bought it from Apple? Yeah, seriously. $40. They're still going to charge you? Yeah, they still charge you. But it's an upgrade fee. How do they not know you're switching from they a, do. a Nokia? So, so it, tracking you? It Yeah, it knows your, your, your device that you're using. It, they didn't charge me to revert to my iPhone 6 over the weekend while my phone was ruined. And as I'm arguing with them on a Monday, right? Like, hey. Step down. They nope, don't no big give deal. you $40. That's nope. what you're telling me. Nope. You're right. Only goes one way. Yeah, they don't give you 40 Let's bucks for using a working. horse phone. <laughs> uh, let see how it works. <laughs> Although they probably should. If you went to a StarTac, they send you a check for like eight grand. <laughs> <laughs> Just because they feel bad for you. <laughs> that would be awesome. Or Slub just went to a Nokia brick phone. Somebody give him a check. So I say, uh, I say, look, I'm not going to pay you the $40. I want you to waive the fee and I'll buy the new 11 Pro from you. 1150 bucks, whatever it is. And they go, tell you what. <laughs> Kid you not. First of all, they told me, the fee is a quote. Um, this is their words: a valid charge and an industry standard. So I say to Verizon, "Look, uh, here's here's what I'm really asking: What is your current incentive to keep customers?" So I'm looking at T-Mobile's website, and I tell them this: I'm looking at T-Mobile. They're doing a buy one get one free on the iPhone 11s. Looking at AT&T. AT&T is talking a $500 credit on my bill to switch to them, get the iPhone 11. What are you doing to keep me? And it is the very short version is after 45 minutes of online conversation and chat, because, you know, you're waiting a few minutes each time. They're helping multiple people. They come back and they go, tell you what, buy the phone, do your upgrade, send us proof of purchase. We'll see it on your account. Just let us know. And then we're going to give you a discount, 50% off that fee. I said the upgrade fee, the the forty dollar fee, yes, and they go yes, so not half off the phone, half off the forty dollars, yes, sold. <laughs> you would. <laughs> I said, listen, Mike is just ready to move on. Listen, Verizon. I told the guy. I said, I know this isn't your decision, and you're not in charge, but I want you to understand that I'm going to leave Verizon now on principle. There is no way I'll front $1,150 to get 20 in return. That is a really, really dumb suggestion. I'm not going to do that. So here's what I found that out. That exists because mm-hmm. of exactly what you said a minute ago about consumer complacency. Right. They yeah. know that that's a thing. Yeah. I'm sure that they base their retention policy on that. You know, And, and they're yep. not the only ones. I think all the TV services do it, all the phone services all of them. Right. I would even say your streaming services probably work off the same principle because as soon as you put Netflix on auto pay, mm-hmm. but you haven't used it in four months, they don't, they care. don't care. They're just yeah. going to keep taking your money. But I guarantee you, if you told Netflix tomorrow you're going to cancel, I would have said, well, I can't guarantee you apparently because I would have yeah. thought Verizon would do the same thing. And here's the thing. Every every company worth its salt has has an acquisition fee. They know how much it costs them to gain a new customer. And do you know what the acquisition fee for Verizon is for a new customer? According to a 2018 study. No clue. $68. <laughs> okay? 68 bucks for the mobile industry to gain a new customer. I asked for, for a $40 fee to be waived 
so that I could spend $1,150 for them. And by the way, and stay and stay on a plan that costs $170 a month that I've been paying for more than 10 years. I've been on auto pay with Verizon as long as I've been married. My 10th anniversary is coming up soon. 10 years plus, plus. So why Verizon would bat an eye at $40 is beyond me. But I'm not griping to get anything in return, Verizon, by the way, because I've already talked to you a second time, because here's what's funny. So I put a call out on Facebook. I said, I just want to know who your favorite carrier is. Because Verizon is so absurd with their $40 nitpicking and nickel and diming that I, I feel compelled to leave on principle. On principle. Verizon responded to it, said, hey, send us a message. We want to help. Okay. So I sent a message. Hey, uh, I know you're probably not the person who responded to my status, but I was told to send a message to this. Here's what's going on. Maybe we can find a way that we all agree to, to make this right and move forward. All I want to do is not pay a $40 fee. What's your phone number? Here's my phone number. Are you aware that you have insurance on your phone? No, I wasn't aware I had insurance on my phone. Well, for $200, this company will send you a brand new iPhone X because that's the one you ruined, right? So $200 fee, fill out this paperwork, they'll send you a brand new phone. I go, two things. A, very appreciative that you pointed that out. Maybe I should have known that. B, why was that not the first response from Verizon? I'll tell you why. Why was it not the first thing? You rattled off a list of customer-facing jobs that you've had throughout your lifetime. And I did not hear you say that you worked a call center in Bangladesh. (laughs) Right. So that's probably why. That's probably how you got stuck in this little quandary. Yeah, and I asked the guy. I'll tell you this. Facebook's the way to go with Verizon because I asked the uh, service on their website if it was automated. It was that bad. I said, hey, is this an automated response or is this a person? They said, this is an actual person. I said, okay, because I feel like you're not understanding what I'm saying. And the words were really choppy. Like there was there was a uh, lost in translation element to what? our conversation. Mm-hmm. Find that hard to believe. Yeah. In fact, my wife goes, ask him who they're voting for. And my reply to her was, how would I even begin to discuss politics in India right now? I'm already on edge. I don't know their current situation. I couldn't do it, you know. To by the way, to no discredit to the to the, I'm sure what is a very disciplined worker like over there. Type like death to Pakistan. You probably could have got anything you wanted, <laughs> right? It's probably the major CEO, right? Hey, you know what's terrible is how uh, Islamic nations have continually tried to kill the Hindus. What can I get you for free? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. So uh, they would agree because oh, it's you true. Have insurance, by it, the way, it is true. Uh, all my, I had a lot of Indian friends in uh, Birmingham, right? I've told you this That's story. That's how you got so good at that accent. You just Mike traded. Micah was at my wedding. I was right. Some Indian yes, people. I was. They're all Indian via Africa nowadays, because their families historically have been driven out. So, quick history lesson for all you. Right. They were all out of Africa because they flee the persecution. Yeah, which is interesting. Because anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't need to get too far into that. Point is, uh, I have Indian friends. I can make the jokes. <laughs> That's all that matters. Um, where was I going with this? Yes. So Something about Verizon. I tell Verizon via Facebook. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, and so then we shopped. And as it turns out, just so you know, this is not a paid endorsement. We went to T-Mobile 
And T-Mobile said, tell you what, when that new iPhone comes that you want, we're always doing promotions where if you're willing to trade your current phone in, we'll give you some money for it. So we'll give you a little bit of cash for your current phone. Come to us and get this. You'll pay $30 less a month on your phone bill for two lines with unlimited everything. And that $30 less bill at $140 a month will include Netflix. We'll cover your Netflix if you have Netflix. <laughs> I was like, all right, so now I've saved. Wait, so what, is that, what does that run a month now? Like 15 12 bucks. bucks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Why do I pay 16 Yeah. All right, is it 16 sucker, a month? Sucker born is it every HD? Minute. You got the HD package? I mean, I have a... So Netflix actually has... Uh, variable packages. You get standard definition, and then I think there's a, a, a ultra high def yeah, I think package I as well. One. So if you have the high end, yeah, and that's what you can do. By the way, with T-Mobile, is you can get a standard definition package and pay a couple bucks less. But to me, I'm with you. Might as well have the ultra high definition. So anyway, call Netflix tomorrow. I uh, submitted my claim. I got my new <laughs> iPhone X, and when the 12 comes out, I'll trade it to T-Mobile. Uh, my ex to T-Mobile, and, and we'll go over there. So Verizon lost us over 40 bucks, $170 a month for well over 10 years. Wanted to buy an $1,100 phone from them, and they said, well, no, we're going we're gonna to need our $20. So it's really over 20 bucks, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> thought, so what you're saying is dude, you, can, you can add us on your family plan? You got that right. All right you got magic, that right. If, if Verizon had just said, we'll waive the fee, I'd be showing you my new 11 Pro and paying them the $50 a month or whatever to pay it off. I couldn't believe I just, man, I guess I say it because <laughs> most, sometimes my days are spent fighting for people, right? Like you, you do mm-hmm. the same thing. You're in retail, Hulon. You know what I'm talking about. You fight for, and you're in real estate, Mike. You know what I'm talking about. You fight for people with the people above you. You go, no, no, no wait, wait, wait. Let's just, come on. We can help. We can. How can we make it easier you know? for them? Yeah. How I could, can, I could not believe as a company, everybody said no to a $20 fee being waived yeah, to well, buy an $1,100 but the phone. the point Mike had just made, how can everybody win? That's really the reality yeah. of it. Yeah. No matter what business you're in. I mean, if you're dealing with people, if you want, you want that transaction to be easy for you, you want it to be easy for them so that they want to come back. You don't want to create more work for yourself, obviously. So, I mean, right. Good point, Mike. You got to look for a win-win. Well, win-walk. Or when, that. When you don't win, you walk? Yeah. I don't know. I just couldn't believe it. Anyway, that's the end of the story. until I win. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I could, it, it, you know, imagine if they just told me right out of the gate, whoa, 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 calm down. You got insurance. Pay 200 bucks, get your phone, and then trade it in and trade up. And I'd have been like, oh, man, yeah, 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 okay, cool. <sighs> oh, well. All right, so seriously, I'm with Verizon. So just mm-hmm. add me on your family plan. Mm-hmm. I'll Venmo you every month. I got you. I got you, dog. Three lines will save money. Um, okay. FeltRecoilShow.com. That's the home of our blog and our YouTube channel. If you've ever wondered what the best AR-15 rifle you can get for less than $1,000 is, we have an answer there for you. Uh, I put a classy video together. You can go there and watch it and then say if you agree or disagree. I still stand by it. It's It's pretty strong pretty strong case to be made but we do it in five easy steps at feltrecoilshow.com fellas the world is burning um specifically wisconsin where the president has allowed the national guard to be called out to kenosha after rioting on sunday Uh, they've been deployed 
after a night of civil unrest. If you don't know, a man was shot by police over the weekend, and everybody got mad because that man looked like them, which I, I find somewhat astonishing. This whole scenario is astonishing to me, but let's start. I'm going to echo Ben Shapiro a little bit. So if you've already heard his podcast about this uh, and this feels derivative of it, well, yeah, because I think he's right. Um, I think we have to go with what we know. But I do want to point something out that he didn't talk about, and that is the actual audio of the incident. We're going to listen to this a couple of times. Everybody's got their headphones on. Everybody good? We're going to listen a couple of times. And I want you to just listen to everything but the gunshots. If you can try to just not listen to the gunshots, you'll hear gunshots. But listen to what leads up to them. So that is uh, as the police shooting this man. If you haven't seen the video, um, two officers walking behind the guy. He walks around the front of his car. He opens the door to the car to the driver's side and starts to get in. And that's when you hear the gunfire. Now, I want you to listen again and tell me what is being said up until the gunshots ring out, okay? There's some there's some stuff that starts right about here. Listen. Wow. Are they saying drop the gun or drop the knife? Until just up until the gunshots ring out, I play, play it one more time. I feel like I'm either hearing a drop the gun, I can't tell, or drop the knife. Listen, beginning right here. I do hear drop the something. Drop the something, right? Yeah, Twice. Could, could right clearly make it out, though, yeah. Just before you'll hear the girl say, don't you do it, don't you do it, don't you do it. Yep. Leading up to that, somebody is telling him to drop something. Multiple people are saying It sounds like drop the gun, maybe. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely heard it. You hear it, right? I hear it. If you watch it and you listen. Yep. Here's another thing. I want you to go watch the video. You don't have to watch where you, it's not that graphic, quite frankly. In the world of shooting videos, it's actually not graphic at all. Uh, we've seen some graphic stuff in our time um, for the sake of, you know, you kind of these things get passed your way being in the gun industry. People on ranges, you know, negligent mm-hmm. discharge type stuff. Or your mic up board on a Tuesday. Whatever the case may be. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I like that you just shrugged like, why is he picking on me? Um, it's because you're better than me, and it makes me feel more secure in myself to pull you down a little. Make sense? Welcome to the show, Micah. Got it, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I get, forget get the, what, nick, what my forget life the is. nickname. Otherwise known as hazing. You were in the military, not me. You should be ready for this. Um... I think you should get ready. Yeah, 
<laughs> oh, good one. <laughs> mom should get ready. Your mom, your mom's not in college anymore. Oh. Uh, all right. Uh, so, uh, just a little levity to the shooting video stuff. Um, it's, it's, in the world of gunshot videos, it's not as graphic as some of them have been, right? Like we, you, you see some messed up stuff. So, I only saw it once right before we started. Yeah. And it looked to me like the car door blocks <laughs> yeah. a Any, little bit of what's actually say. happening there. So, yeah, you don't really see a whole lot of it. Mikey, you watched the video, right? Yep. You seen it? Okay. Seen it. Um, so, here's a couple things to be said about it. Number one, we don't know anything about what led up to it. We don't know why they responded even. is hazy right now, right? Like, there's a couple of rumors going around that they were responding to a domestic situation. That's that's the majority of what I've heard. Yeah, domestic. Now, was have you heard that he was fighting with someone, or that he broke up a fight between two people? I've not heard that because I've heard both versions. I don't know. Um, and and again, that just leads right back to we don't we don't really know what happened. Where I get, we just don't know all the facts. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's the simple way to say it, right? Yeah, not even close. It isn't it interesting, by the way, that they're already reacting. It's like this instantaneous response because what it proves is that there's there's a contingency of people out there who have bought into to a belief system. And the belief system is there are police officers in the streets of America willy-nilly murdering black people just because they're black people. Now, I think that point is disproven by this video, as a matter of fact, because if you watch the video, you'll notice that several black women are attempting to intervene. Yep. So you have police officers with guns drawn on a black man, but black women do not feel the need to flee that situation. So certainly not as if they feel like, well, these people will just shoot you for being black. They understand them staying. And if you watch the video, you see a woman at the end run up and start jumping up and down yeah. and basically saying, so, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? Um, you can hear in that audio. She proves that subconsciously she knows if you're not acting against the police, you're not likely to be harmed by the police. Yeah, that's, that's valid. So it's an interesting admission uh, to that narrative not being true. The fact that they feel comfortable enough to... Listen, (laughs) if I'm standing anywhere and someone pulls a firearm on another person, I'm out. See ya. Peace. Bye. Like, if it doesn't involve me directly and I'm not going to shoot the person that drew the gun, you know, I'm certainly not going to stand there if my buddy has been running his mouth and now the cops have guns drawn. I'm going to be like, how far away can I get? See you later, you know? Um, so I think that disproves the, the theory on that side. Um, but again, we don't know. Maybe it was a bad shoot. Maybe it was a good shoot. It's, well, I think a lot of people are yep. bringing up the fact, you know, why didn't they use a taser first? And f- from what I've heard, and again, don't know all the facts. Right. I think, you know, the taser malfunctioned or I, I'm not, I'm not exactly 100% sure. You don't bring so. a taser to a knife fight. If the sure. man really had a knife, people can still move after tasers. You know oh, that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Still so move after gunshots. Yeah. Well, he's still alive. They yeah. shot him seven, seven times. times. He lived. He's alive. And killed the guy. So, I mean, kind of proves the point that you're, you're elevating to the highest degree you can, but it's not 
nothing's 100% effective every time. So even if they were attempting to use deadly force in, in, you know, in this case, maybe good it didn't work out. I mean, who knows? Who knows what the... Uh, what the scenario you wish for is. I don't think any decent human being wants the man dead. You know, no, no cop is out there wanting to shoot somebody today. No, you're exactly right. No. Well, black lives matter and Antifa would have you believe otherwise, but it's, yeah. Yeah. Sean King, uh, who's like, you know, Talcum X, Talcum X. He is the Millie Vanilli of the civil rights movement. He's everything you want him to be. Except at the end of the day, it's just a dressed up white guy. Uh, it's not real. It's all a charade. I would challenge him to a fist fight if, if, if we could. For charity, of course. Of course. Um, I don't know why that's on my mind, except he's just such a plague on society. He is a terrible, terrible human being. You guys being. can just talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to shoot that guy in email real quick, see if I can line <laughs> this thing up. <laughs> Let's set this up. He's a terrible human being. Uh, do you have his tweet pulled up? Is that why you brought him up? I know you were looking uh, no. at it earlier. I was looking at it. I could try to find it. Basically said he hopes they continue to burn down uh, Wisconsin. Uh, we tried peace long enough, that kind of thing. Yeah. So now violence is the only answer, essentially, is yeah. what he's going for. You asked for it, you got it type thing, right? Um, from I mean, we all watched the video, right? Everybody's seen it. Yeah. So, I mean, from what I'm seeing, the guy clearly had a weapon of some sort even before he walked back towards the driver's side. Yeah, you can see something silhouetted something against his shirt. Yeah. yeah, he pulls yeah. his, I believe it's his left hand up above his waist at a given point. And if you go frame by frame, you'll see a silhouette of something. Uh, and I And I would agree with you, Micah. I'm just agreeing. I believe we will learn that he had a weapon of some sort in his left hand, and he, when he uh, attempted to flee, the officers will argue, and I think correctly so, if this is the case. But, but if I had to make a prediction, I would predict we'll find out he had a weapon in his hand, he attempted to flee, and, and the law you know, gives police officers discretion if they have a weapon and sure. they're fleeing. You know, he had... Completely turned his back against the police officer at that point. Reached mm-hmm. inside his vehicle. It's not like he stepped completely inside his vehicle like he was about to, you know, peace out. Yeah. He was trying to leave, it looked he, like. It, he was grabbing something. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know yeah, you, and, and nobody can judge what you do in a two-second scenario, right? No. <laughs> like, if, if well, somebody... But the media certainly is going to try. Yeah. Yeah, and you know the sad reality is that no matter... Even if the guy was pulling a you know, sawed off shotgun out of his pants, you know, mm-hmm. literally, I mean, the sad reality is those police officers are still going to be in the wrong somehow. Yeah. The media you're is exactly still going right. to hang you for it no matter, yeah. no matter it what. It doesn't matter if, what, what they're pulling out of. Yeah. Uh, they're, I mean, just they'll the find a way. Are going right now, yeah. Well, that's I, the sad reality. I can't find yeah. Talcum X's tweet. Uh, it's really not that important. He's an idiot. Um, what I will say uh, is I did find um, a piece of the rap sheet from this gentleman. There you go. Shot. Have you guys seen this yet? I have not. I've heard a little bit. He's got some CDV, I believe, and a sex assault or yeah. some sort of sex crime on his record. Yeah. So he's not perfect. He's got, uh, that would be far a, from it, I think. a light way of putting it. Uh, criminal trespass to a dwelling with a domestic abuse modifier, uh, disorderly conduct with a domestic abuse modifier, 
third-degree sexual battery of a minor with a domestic abuse modifier. Um, so he is certainly no saint, but here we are burning down another city over a guy who yeah. uh, obviously is a piece of crap. Well, I mean, he we, hasn't made got, good life decisions. I mean, we've got George Floyd situation all over again. Yeah, yeah, Basically. to a degree. A man, man, that and that's been real sadly ironic to, to watch unfold because here's a guy who, if he'd have just stayed in the backseat of that SUV, they, I mean, if you don't know, they released the entire incident they released all the body cam footage and it was heartbreaking to me like literally like he doesn't seem like he was a great guy okay he doesn't seem like a great guy he was committing a federal crime when he died he was high on some really strange drugs the same thing that killed michael jackson i get it i get it doesn't mean he deserved to die but the heart and and so it can be heartbreaking and the heartbreaking part to me is they literally sat him in the back of the suv and said sit here and he said i'll suffocate in here i'll suffocate and see here i'll suffocate in here and by the way that's a side effect of fentanyl is that you feel as if you're suffocating. Breathing becomes difficult. Heart attacks are typical of fentanyl overdoses, as is difficulty breathing. So he wiggled himself out of that SUV onto the ground. They let him do it because he said he couldn't breathe. They let him get out onto the ground, and then he began to struggle. He, I hesitate to say he did it to himself, but in a way he kind of did. Like The cop did it, obviously. That cop... I mean, no no reason ever to have your knee on that dude's no. neck. No. But if Floyd wouldn't have been high, if he wouldn't have been having those negative side effects, you know? So nobody's right there. Nobody's right. Anyway, um, there's still time, I wonder. Here's here's my point of all this, talking about all this, because it's just, Micah, you're, you're nailing on the head. It's exactly what the media wants it to be, and they'll paint that picture no matter what. We have gun talks with people, gun talks. We have talks with people behind the gun counter. Quite frankly, I've had talks with with older women specifically, and I'm only saying that because that's the memory I have. That's the scenario that played out where they've come in and said, I need something for home defense. And then they say this or they say that. And then somewhere in there, you've probably had this as well. They go, but I don't want to kill the person. And I'll go, then do not buy a gun. Like, don't buy a gun because... Get some pepper spray or a taser. Exactly. Exactly. Because if you shoot... Good luck. If you shoot to not kill and you don't kill, right, they might pick it up and use it against you. And and so I would always say to these people, and I would still say today, ma'am, here's the thing. You were at home asleep minding your own business, and this person decided to do God knows what, but they decided to come into your house and you don't have to decide after that, right? It's not up to you to go, well, why are they here? Who are they? What do they want? Right. When you can identify them and you know, they're not supposed to be there. You have to think nothing outside of protecting yourself and your family. So you respond with overwhelming violence and force and you protect yourself. If you can't reach that state mentally, then just don't have a gun in the house. Just like you said, Michael, that's perfect. Yeah. To get a taser and get pepper spray. I listened to a guy today with a national radio program say, well, why didn't they shoot him in the leg? <laughs> Russ and Castle, I, rest in yeah. peace. Yeah, that's what uh, he said. Reminded me of Russ Castle, a local yeah. guy that said the same thing. Said, oh, all you got to do is shoot him in the leg. Well, they shot him in non-lethal areas, apparently. I mean, that's what you wanted. They didn't kill him. Yeah. I mean, the dude's living, yeah. yeah what, what do you got to complain about? It's so stupid. Your leg is an easy way to die. It's an easy way to die. I don't, I don't understand. I actually took the TCCC 
course, and one of the videos they showed in the class was essentially to illustrate how fast someone can bleed out. And they're in some third world country, and they got this guy in the town square, and all these people circled around him, and this guy walks up with an AK and very casually holds it up with one hand and shoots this guy in the thigh. And you watch the video of him actually bleed out. Yikes. It is not fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, it's like a water fountain. It's, yeah, more or less. And yeah. it's very eye-opening. So this idea that you can just shoot someone in the leg and that's going to incapacitate them or stop whatever the act is that they're in the middle of. It's Hollywood, man. It probably isn't, isn't going to go that way. Yeah. And they may still die anyway, depending on where you hit them in the leg. Yeah. So, I mean. People that believe that that's a thing also believe you can have casual conversations during a gunfight. Right. Because they saw Die Hard or whatever, and, the, and they feel like full auto fire can be going off right next to your head, and then you go, go left, <laughs> go left, okay, Bob. And then that guy crawled, you know. It's just not, not, not the reality of the situation. Um, so It's a funny thing movies have done to us. Yeah, make us believe them. Isn't yeah. that weird? How yeah. we, we buy into it. So, all right, here's what I was thinking about this whole scenario, by the way. So they're burning down Kenosha. You can get that news anywhere. Uh, they've brought in the National Guard, which, by the way, I had a conversation with my dad this weekend, and I did a little homework, and uh, I, I, this is correct. The, the state has to call in the National Guard. Okay? This is not a Trump thing where Trump gets to snap his fingers and go, uh, here we come. The, the, they report the, to the governor. The governor, yep, exactly right. The governor has to make that call. So Trump is calling for uh, the governor of Oregon to call in the National Guard. But the Good mayor, luck with that. yeah, the governor of Wisconsin, who by the way threw gasoline on this fire and lumped this gentleman Wait, a in. Politician did that? Yeah, absolutely. That's hard to believe. It was a real funny thing that he he did where he said, "We don't have all the facts." But we do know this is one more in a list of injustices by the police. Well, son of a gun, you just acted like you had all the facts, and you just lumped this guy in with anybody else. Well, the police acted stupidly. Of course, yeah. And you know what? Truthfully, that's where I think it all began. Like oh, the, the, that's exactly where I was going. The Henry Louis Gates thing. That's yep. Obama really turned the tide against the police as soon as he, as soon as you have the sitting president saying the police acted stupidly. Because they acted contrary to what a black man said they should have done. A man, by the way, who we now know was lying, who exaggerated the story, who didn't have proper identification on him, who got treated with kindness and courtesy the same way anybody else would. You're, you're right on. You're right on with that reference. That's a good, good thing to think of. Here's what I'm wondering. Um, I feel like what we're learning here is kind of twofold. Number one, the anarchists and Black Lives Matter, they want what they want. We're not going to convince them otherwise, right? But the, the the media and Black Lives Matter are acting as if somehow we're going to create this utopia where nothing bad ever happens. So as I work throughout the day most times, if I'm responding to messages from people, it's kind of what I tend to do uh, sometimes throughout the day, I'll have about an hour of a day where I get to listen to some music and I'll type back messages and, and address concerns and whatever. And today I had a band playing and they made a statement about 
uh, we wrote this song a year ago, and and it was a live from the living room type thing, you know, because of COVID. We wrote this song a year ago, and we hate that it's still relevant. And then they it, they went on to talk about how everyone should be free in the land of the free. And I thought, well, everybody is free in the land of the free. And then the song was about, you know, basically black people being oppressed in America. And I thought, isn't it interesting, though, because it's few and far between. Black people are very successful in America. There's a lot more rich black people than there are Christopher Millions in the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a wealthy man. Some black people have found a lot more success than I have. You wouldn't be able to convince me or them that there's some sort of oppression that kept them down while it elevated me. It just didn't happen. It didn't happen that way for us. And so I thought... Isn't it interesting that they want such a utopia? But then it occurred to me that what they really want is in line. You know, we talk about like uh, colleges really indoctrinating students these days. And sometimes yep. that's pushed in a way where it's like almost it feels like a fabrication, right? Like hyperbole because it's said too often. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's almost it's cliche Yeah, is the word I'm looking for. And so I, I was thinking today, though, that I remember <clears throat> when we were made to read Plato's Republic, I think I've told you this before, where we had to read the Republic, and uh, we had to write a report on it in a college philosophy class. And I wrote out like what, what a liar uh, I thought Aristotle was, right? Like Or Socrates. Um, like the whole point of the Republic, if you don't know, is Socrates says, what we will do is we will formulate this society of philosopher kings. Well, well, so philosopher kings will rule society. Mm-hmm. And, and how that works is when you're born, the government will decide what you're fit to do. And then they will assign you a duty. And you will do your duty. And if you don't, you'll be killed. You'll be thrown out and, and uh, not allowed Sounds into like society. Sounds like a great guy at parties. Fantastic, right? But the whole point was... How do we build a perfect society? How do we do that? And this is the way we do it. We let the smartest people govern, and we let the dumbest people work. And, by the way, we lie, and we act like the governing body is not what it is. It it was all based on a lot of lies and a lot of maintaining secrecy as to who the philosopher kings were. Now, of course, this is me trying to remember it this many years later, but that was the basic premise because I wrote a whole thing about how uh, why is it okay to lie to people in order to seize power? It's for the greater good, Chris. Yeah, that's exactly right. For the greater good. I took one philosophy class, and all I could think was all these guys are egomaniacal maniacs who just want to assert their rule on everyone. And they're just going to say the same thing a hundred different ways yep. until they beat you down to to the point where you're just like, all right, man, just do whatever you want so you can leave me alone. <laughs> you're boring me to tears. <laughs> yeah, but it occurred to me that that's what they're telling us they want. They want the perfect society and they want certain people to be in power. And if those certain people don't have power, they'll burn your shit. I mean, look, we saw the lady in Chicago who is now saying looting is reparations. And then we have the second lady in Chicago now who says, get out of the way or we'll run you over, right? These this is what I don't understand about the Antifa slash BLM movement. I don't see a clear leader. And so I'm trying to draw parallels to um, the communist revolution uh, in Russia. And there were clear leaders. There was a clear yeah. objective. Yeah, 
to me, this is so muddy that it's just anarchy for the sake of anarchy. And I'm sure that that's not true, but I, right. having not been, you know, made aware of whatever their objectives are, I don't know another way to think about it. So when I look at it, I go, okay, well, what, what is it that they're actually trying to accomplish here? Because if they're going to loot and destroy everything in sight, what will be left? And the reason I ask that is what skills do these people possess that would elevate a new society in their image to a point where it's functional? I don't think that that exists. We're dealing with people with, I assume on the whole, very little active functional usable skill set. I mean, what are they <laughs> good at? That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. And there's a term for them, right? Useful idiots. Sure. That's where it came from, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that came out of the the Russian revolution. Low skill set. Com- the communist revolution. Communism. But yeah. Yeah. But but exactly what you're saying is all. Yeah. Low skill set. Nothing to really contribute what outside of towing the party line. I guess what I would like to do is have... Uh, a rational conversation with one of these people where I could say, if I could snap my fingers right now and all that you wanted was to be true, what would that actually look like? Mm -hmm. Because I don't know how you get from everything is on fire to a utopia. Right. I'm sure that they're going to say, well, you got to tear it down to build it back up because the system is flawed. It's exactly right. Sure. But what system won't be flawed? Right. Find one. Right. There are no utopias for that reason. That's 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 entirely the point. You're exactly right. Right. And that's that's kind of my point here is they think they can get the republic as Socrates described it. We can manipulate our way into power, and when we seize the power, we keep it. And we put the people, you, me, Micah, we subjugate them to the roles of labor that we deem appropriate for them and we maintain because the we power don't know how to do anything <laughs> and we re- yes that's exactly right and then we reap the reward except rule yeah, yeah exactly i'm it's, the boss and it occurred to me as i was putting all that together today that this is exactly what they've been taught in school should be the way because i can tell you right now my philosophy professor worshiped socrates and plato he just thought they were geniuses and i was like who's willing to lie to people to keep power that's a terrible immorality that's a terrible human being that's willing to do that kind of thing. Outside of parents, of course. Right. <laughs> we do it all the time. Uh, but it is but it is so immoral at its base. It's so immoral, but it's embraced by the left. And so it occurred to me, it's exactly right. This is the embodiment. This is the living version of all the cliches of a communist indoctrination in the universities. Well, they believe it. And now they're acting it out in the streets and they're saying, we want, these aren't questions. These are demands. This is our list. You'll give it to us. It's exactly, exactly what they've been taught they deserve. And so, but what will they do with it is my question. So, so I, yeah, so Chaz or chop or whatever they ended up right, calling it. Right. Uh, you know, the last week it existed. They became everything they hated. Well, it was a prime example. So, for instance, uh, they took a baseball field and tried to turn it into a farm, which was a huge joke. (laughs) And I mean, there's dirt here. Well, there was like tweets going around where guys were making fun of them saying like, well, you know, maybe in six months you guys can make a salad. (laughs) Because there wasn't enough. They didn't even 
till up enough land and plant enough fruits and vegetables to actually make anything. That is hilarious. So it was this weird posturing thing that they did where it was just like, oh, look at us. We're so independent. Right. And so I feel like this whole thing is kind of stuck in this loop mm-hmm. because you can, you can, uh, I mean, look at Zimbabwe, for example, yeah. killing off white farmers, uh, ejecting them from the country. Mm-hmm. And now the country is starving and they're, the government is literally trying to pay like a stipend to get the white farmers to move back in because no one has any food. Can you imagine? Hey, I know we, uh, <laughs> I know we hung you from trees and flogged you yeah, uh, to death. You <laughs> Literally, yeah, we killed your family with machetes. Yeah, please come back. Please come back. Open invitation. If you've never seen Mugabe and the White African, go find it, watch it, read the book. Mugabe and the White African. M U G A B E and the White African. Sounds no, like a real I think uplifting I think tale. you brought up a great point, Patrick. How do you go from? burning down your country to a flawless system. Like, what are you, what are they actually going to do about it? Yeah. And they have, I mean, and, but here's my point would be, they have a plan and their plan is to seize control because I think what we're actually witnessing. And we said this right before Trump came, by the way, is voter intimidation. This, this is nothing more than if you let Trump stay, this will continue. Right. But I think it's a two way street. I think Trump is allowing it to continue because he thinks this will bring independent voters closer to the right because in, in I think his mind and in the mind of his advisors, the point that they're going to try to make is maybe look at all this chaos. Look at what the left is allowing to happen. The left is, is a fan of this. And so if you right. vote for the left, there's more of this to come. So you need me because I'm the guy that will clean it up. Okay. I, I'm, yep. But that, that hinges on a lot of ifs, right? right? Sure but I does. still think that there's something there. Because otherwise, why hasn't... I mean, because you're not hearing Trump speak out about it uh, in a big way. I'm not saying he hasn't made comments. I, I, I bet he, he does has. this week, though. Don't forget, tonight's night one of the RNC. Sure. So we haven't been able right, to but maybe, watch any of that. But I bet he does. But maybe he's let it play out this long so that he could make those points this tonight. week. Yeah. Be- because I'll tell you this. I'm going to respectfully disagree on one point. People say this a lot, but independents have never decided an election. They don't sway anything. Oh, sure. Right? So it's a pander to them. Yeah, but but they always... Wouldn't make sense. They always do want to pander to them. They and act think, like it. I they think, act like it because sure. it draws to the middle. Yeah. Well, but they... Yes, exactly. My, my whole point here is just, I'm just... I'm complimenting the, the end of your point saying, I don't think he's drawing it out to appeal to independents. I think he's drawing it out for the RNC. Well, you, so look and he's going to hit it home because that rallies the base. Look at the totals for social media followers for Trump and Biden. It's night and day. <laughs> right. There's like almost no one following, but I might have as many Instagram followers as Biden. <laughs> I would right rather now. follow Biden though. Uh, yeah, Plato. It, it is more entertaining. <laughs> but he almost did it. He almost did it. What's that? Form a coherent thought? Yeah, he almost did. He lasted about two minutes. <laughs> I'm Joe Biden's husband. He almost made a complete sentence. He almost did it, man. I was almost proud of him. There's another one in there too that he said that I can't remember now, but there's another good well, one. Well, in the same in the same uh stream oh, of Oh, the United States of American. Of did American? No. Yeah. United I, States of American. I loved at the end when you could tell the teleprompter froze. Yeah. Lady, lady, lady. First lady, lady, lady. I was like, oh, poor Joe. Sounds like a good song. Rough. <laughs> 
All right, go ahead. I interrupted. Some makings of a, I don't even know what we're talking about now. Yeah, we're, we're, we're. All right, so we're talking about would, would Trump squash it to draw in independence? Why hasn't he gone in and squashed it? Oh, yeah. So I think the Trump base, Trump knows that he has his base on lock. I think uh, so at this point, you try to gather anybody on the fringe that would be leaning your direction. Yeah. So I think that sure. has something to do with why he would let these things in Portland and Seattle and wherever sort of perpetuate. No, I can see that. Just don't, just don't touch it. Just stay away from it and let it fester. Yeah. And then capitalize on it. I, I think it'll go away after the election. If I can be an optimist for a minute, that'd think, be cool. I think post election is really? going to be wild. Oh, absolutely. I think it's going to be wild. But I think what's going to happen is a Trump wins in a landslide. Won't even be close. Won't even be close. And there will still be riots after. There will there will be some very, very angry people. But I think... I think it'll peter out, though? Yes. I think it dies off because nobody's going to pay them any attention. People are going to look at them and go, okay, but what difference does it make at this point? Right? Like, we, we lost the election. Yeah. I, I think they're they're kind of fighting for attention right now. I think it's voter intimidation. And I think the the moment they can't sway a national election, they lose interest. I really do. I think the, the rioters lose interest the minute the election's over, and then I think it'll peter out. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we'll be I okay. Right. I think we'll be okay is my point. And I, I want to make this point. I probably should have said this at the beginning. I don't think it's too late. To, to kill them with kindness. I think we have an obligation to do that, by the way. I think you have an obligation to get out there, and when you disagree with people, disagree with them kindly and make a point of some sort. Thank you, sir. Make it make a point of some sort that they can agree with that is respectful to them. Understand that we're never, you know, back to the point about Plato and the Republic and all that. We're never all going to agree. We're never all going to agree. We're going to have vast, like, great example. I was at my parents' house this week. And I told, I told him I don't like Trump, right? And and my parents are a little different than I am in the sense that they, they like Trump, right? And that's okay. That's okay. I'm but looking forward to cashing in your part of the will, just I'm so a, you know. Yeah, but when it comes I to second that. When it comes to Trump this time. You and Mike are splitting it. Yeah, please enjoy it. <laughs> we have a great plan. My parents have a great house. Uh, just kidding. Love you, Vermillion. If you get the house, do me a favor. If you get the house. I've always had this dream of their house with a nice pool in the backyard. It'd be the perfect house. <laughs> I'll make do, do that for that. Do backstrokes in it and just be like, ah, oh, Chris's inheritance. You know, I'm going to get know. it in the shape of a K just uh, out of spite. <laughs> 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 and then just to rub it in a little so bit you get more. A, you get a K-shaped pool, yeah. right? And, oh, actually, it would be better if you did it as a C. Mm-hmm. That's more of like Ooh, in your face. Yeah, Everybody's that's always right. spelling your name wrong. Yep. But then, like your your rock crop next That'd be to the very pool, Starbucks barista of me, wouldn't it? It would. Your rock crop next to the pool should spell out "not yours," <laughs> and then you can tell people so he can see it from heaven. We're just right? getting the aerial it, shot. I'm like That's looking good. down. I do want to remind you that when we went to the go kart place. You have to pick a username, Lamont. like an well, avatar. Lamont. Oh, I yeah. love that place. Which we need to go back there, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but my, my think, avatar there is the first one. I think there's a new one. It's like new ownership, but it doesn't matter. But my username is uh, Chris's boss, I yeah. think, or something to that effect. So uh, Faster than Chris. Faster I than Chris. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's right. Yeah, yep. yeah, 
Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. You're welcome. How much faster I am than you. Um, so <laughs> I was trying to make this great point. Next bring week's the world podcast together. brought to you by Le Mans, <laughs> and we will be racing the entire time. Nah, uh, yeah, yep, yep. Le Mans did close, by the way, all the way. They they moved out to Spartanburg, mm. but then uh, I think COVID got them. So there's a sign up the buildings for lease. Hole in the market. Just saying. I stump. would do it in a heartbeat. Stump. Call, call stump. Me. Please, stump, call me. God, stump I would do that. And George, call me tomorrow, immediately when you're listening to this. George, George only does flying. Don't forget, I'm in real estate. I can help you. He doesn't know anything about cars. Dream team putting it no, together right now. Commercial. Um, okay. That's what I need stump for. <laughs> uh, Stump's wife's not allowed because then all the cars would be out of gas. So just side note. <laughs> Oh, I remember that one. <laughs> Love you, Abe. Love you. Hope you're not hey, listening if, to this. We need to figure out how much money she makes and pay her double, <laughs> and her only job is to fill the cars with gas just that's to a, prove the that point. sounds like her version of hell. Because <laughs> we know she doesn't like gas pumps, so. <laughs> I think that's a good idea that's at so all. So good. All right, here's my point. Can I go back to healing the world, please? Um, as soon as I'm done with my go-karts. My parents and I disagree on Donald Trump because I'm a single-issue voter with him. I think he's a big government guy. I don't like his nepotism, and he's anti-gun. His son lied to us. Fervently, Trump Jr. lied to us. To millions of, <laughs> of Americans I mean, he just, who were depending on it. He just acted like, oh, the Hearing Protection Act, man. Day one, my dad's going to get that passed. Well, here we are. Yeah. 1,200 days later. What did you do? Nothing. In fact, your father, Mr. Trump Jr., did more against guns than he ever did for him. Yeah, and, and, and his predecessor. Like, if you ever want to talk Obama, Obama was a fantastic gun salesman, and we actually have what the gun industry calls the Trump slump because he got elected, and people like Trump Jr. were out there telling everybody, don't worry, don't worry, everything's perfect. Copacetic, we're fine. Oh, okay, I don't need to buy anything. Well, now, <laughs> now it's gangbusters again. By the way, you don't even need marketing teams in the gun industry no. anymore. It's taking care you of itself. Product on the shelf. If you can do that, you're writing your own checks these days. Nine millimeter is literally fifty dollars a box right now. It's a dollar around for nine millimeter. Oh my gosh. What a world! Guys, what a world! Guys out there selling steel case two two three right now for a dollar around too. Saw that today. If you want to feel not as geeky, let me tell you a quick side note. Apple is having issues with the developers of Fortnite right now. Have you seen this? No. Okay, right. Okay, I'm the only one. All right, great. Wonderful. What's Fortnite? (laughs) It's actually a really addictive game that I play. See that couch right over there and the TV across from it? That's where all the Fortnite happens in this house. There's therapists for this, right? Yes, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to try and fix this. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Fortnite is a massive multiplayer online game. You drop into a map with 100 other players, and you fight. But what Fortnite does that's smart is you can dress your character up in all these fun, cool, different ways. And so I play it with my, my two boys. We come in, we get on a team, and, and we can hop in together, and we can all fight all these strangers. We have a good time with it. But here's my point. Fortnite and Apple are fighting. Leave it at that. Apple says we're going to pull Fortnite from the App Store. You can't download Fortnite to an iPhone anymore. iPhones are on eBay right now for $10,000 with Fortnite already downloaded to it. There are bids. Now, that's the that's the buy it now price. There are bids at four and five grand. People buying 
iPhones with Fortnite pre-installed because you can't go out and buy a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox or whatever it is in a massive home theater system for four grand. No, you just can't do that. So we're clearly all in the wrong business. Look, we're all doing it wrong. This tells me everything Point. I need to know about Antifa because this proves <laughs> capitalism works 100% of the time. 100%. 100% Antifa's way wrong. Anyway, all that to say. Uh, if if you want to feel not so bad about it, you could be that guy. You could be out there. Yes, you can spend a dollar around, two dollars around on nine millimeter right now, or you could be dropping five grand for an iPhone with Fortnite on it, like a real idiot. But no. Wow. Yeah. All right. Back to my point. What was that Amazon notification you just got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's me. There is still time. To win this, I think I think you, you as we say time and time again, you turn your TV off, stay off. Look, when I say turn your TV off and stay off social media, let me really define that. In the sense that it shouldn't be creating your worldview. I have no problem with anybody being on Facebook. I have no problem with people watching the news. I have a problem if it defines your worldview. As long as you understand what is happening and fine, consume it, do what you need to do. But please get out in the street, talk to your neighbors, talk to the people around you, understand that black people don't want to fight white people, white people aren't trying to fight black people. There's, It feels like a civil war. If you watch TV and you're on social media, like you saw the cop get bricked and the crowd yeah. cheered for it. Wow. Yep. Sick. It ruined my day. And I watched that clip... And I thought to myself this morning, how is this not a civil war? And I recognized throughout the day today that actually it's not simply because 99.9% of us don't agree with that. Black and white alike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like it's just what the media is choosing have no desire to, to participate me. in what would be a civil war. Right. Yeah. So I think, I think the numbers of people that are out there participating are small enough to keep it from legitimizing it. At this stage, who's to say if that'll change or not? It is 2020 after all. We got yin yang hurricanes out there right now. So, I mean, yeah. you never know. <laughs> I'll tell you this that kind of that takes me back to the previous point because I think what's important is we have to understand what the media is doing. What the media has done is they've given a pass to the violent leftists who largely agree with their ideology. But the minute anybody who thinks the way the three guys in this room think, the minute one of us acts violently. We're extremists. We're not only extremists, which is exactly right. We are everything the media said we were the whole time. Right. And they'll remind the world of that. And the minute you do something, your face is out there, your family's face is out there, your name's out there, your home is out there. They want you to react violently. And, and I think, I feel like if we just don't, if we maintain control of ourselves, if we trust the system to do what it's supposed to do, as our friend Phantom said today, everybody has their date. No matter what happens, everybody gets their day in court. Everybody has their date. Profound to think about. It's very true. Everybody has their date. If we remember that, then at the end of it, this will all go away. Because they're out there, A, suppress the vote, 
but B, intimidate and antagonize. Like these people are antagonizing on purpose. They want us to react in a manner that makes it open season on us. And you just can't. You just well, I mean, can't. you look at the guy from a couple weeks ago that was pointing an AK at somebody and got shot. Yeah. So he he got just that. Yeah, you got in the worst way possible. Yeah. So I mean, that's a prime example of and boy, trying did- <laughs> to trying to get a conservative uh, off sides to prove the point that they're the the problem. How quick did that story go away? By the way, uh, instantly. Which means what? There's nothing to it. it the facts the came out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Right. All right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. I'm an ambitious officer. Yeah. I need to be a part of the 100 Club. The 100 Club. Uh, this week's Voda of the Week. That's Voda, if you don't know. A black man, but yes, we're making fun of him. By the way, I would fist fight Sean King. I would gunfight Voda. Because <laughs> that guy. It's a good thing. You have an incredible chance of that. That guy doesn't know anything. No, it's a good thing we're not uh, popular because we would get canceled for ripping on a black guy. You can't cancel a free podcast. I mean, you can't cancel the canceled. Can you imagine? Would there be better can't publicity if we never started? That's exactly right. 111 episodes in. <laughs> Would there be any better publicity for Felt Recall than somehow we get thrown off the like iTunes and Spotify and all that because of our political beliefs? It would be the most monetarily advantageous thing that could happen to us. It's true. It would just be fan- We'd have our own studio. We would do this every day. All of a sudden, there'd be no stopping us. We work for Fox News pretty quick. And a member of the Murdoch family could sexually harass me. And I would just go, did everybody's check clear? Then it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> that place. I like oh, where this brother. is All right, where were we? Oh, yes. Voda. Voda. <laughs> this is from clickondetroit.com. Anybody know where this is going? Have you read this story? This is the craziest thing I've no, ever... No, but judging by the source, this is going to be awesome. After Chris. a 20-year-old Southfield woman was declared dead on Sunday, a funeral home discovered she was still breathing and very much alive. <laughs> At 7.34 a.m. on August 23rd, 2020, duh, Southfield Fire Department paramedics arrived at a home in Southfield on a call for an unresponsive female. When paramedics arrived, they found a 20-year-old who was not breathing. Who I'm, had? Who had? I'm uh, seeing Phantom zo- in my head right now. <laughs> who had zombies in Michigan for <laughs> yeah, 2020? So, Anybody? I picked Devil Hurricanes in the Gulf. Oh, well, can you of believe that? You did. Can yeah. you believe that? And this is going to outdo it. Yep. Uh, Phantom stood over her and performed CPR. <laughs> Our friend was a paramedic. That's why it's funny. All right, anyway, uh, paramedics performed CPR and other life-reviving methods for 30 minutes. Man, given medical readings and the condition of the patient, it was determined at the time she did not have signs of life. (laughs) Breathing is not a sign of life. Several sources. Wait, what? Yeah, listen, several sources (laughs) picked up and said the female, several sources said the female was picked up and transported to James H. Cole Funeral Home in Detroit between 11.30 a.m. and noon on Sunday. So this is four hours later, right? And that is when employees at the funeral home discovered she was still breathing. Still breathing. That makes me think that in Detroit, uh, whatever... You know, whatever they consider signs of life are, are kind of like fluid just because it's Detroit. 
months, man. <laughs> like it just changes. The city's in shambles. It's just like, I mean, maybe they're dead, maybe they're not. You know what? Let's just call uh, this one. Sources with knowledge of the investigation tell Local 4, that's click on Detroit.com, that Southfield police allegedly saw her move and breathe and called the fire crews back. <laughs> but the fire crews claim those were the side effects of the medication they gave her. Sources say the female was picked up and transported to the funeral home. The funeral home uh, said she was still breathing, as I already said. Uh, James H. Cole, home for funerals. <laughs> what a terrible name, by the way. <laughs> I mean, you can't come up with something else. This reminds I like to me think of... that the EMT showed up, <laughs> and they were like, oh, I'm just really not feeling it today. <laughs> just You know what? Just call the coroner. <laughs> James H. Cole, home for funerals. Very uh, reminiscent of Derek Zoolander's School for Kids. (laughs) Who can't read. School for Ants. Who can't read good. What is it? Who can't read good and who can't do everything. uh, I don't know. Other things. Something like that. (laughs) You know, I had had a roommate. Home for funerals. I had a roommate that was uh, like a mortician's assistant. Oh, God. And he would he would come home and tell me these stories of he's like down there with dead bodies and he would tell me how they move like their arms and legs like involuntarily move around. And that's crazy. It's really weird. But he would he was telling me how, you know, at first it really freaks you out and then eventually you get used to it. And I was just like. No, nah, man, I don't think I would. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wouldn't. I'd like to listen to your story. I was busy buying my new UR. <laughs> I was busy buying my new URL. <laughs> Chris's place to bury bodies. <laughs> it's so stupid. Took 111 episodes for Chris to completely come off the rails. <laughs> Home for funerals. <laughs> what a dumb name. All right. <laughs> they confirmed in a statement. <laughs> in next week's episode, Chris has opened a funeral. <laughs> no, I did not open. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's going to be called, because I'm good at marketing, the building for burying bodies. <laughs> What a name. All right. Uh, the home for funerals confirmed on it's very Monday. Detroit of them. <laughs> it really is. Like, cut to the chase. Awesome. What Chris, is this place? Chris, Chris beat around the bush. Detroit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they say, after receiving clearance from the medical examiner's office, <laughs> this poor woman, they were, uh, she was transported to the funeral home, <laughs> and upon arrival, our staff... <laughs> Our staff confirmed she was breathing. I wish we were live, visually recording this right now. So stupid. Oh, man. All right. Chris, I feel like this is where you play the music. Uh, That poor woman. Can you imagine that's your life story now? Like... That is traumatizing on a whole nother, I mean. <laughs> EMS and emergency crews, by the way, found her very much alive and drove her to the hospital. 
<laughs> Southfield Fire says, this, this is real. I think that's why it's so funny to me. Southfield Fire says there was no indication of foul play. And as per standard operating procedure, Oakland County Medical Examiner's Office was contacted and given the medical data. Uh, the patient, oh. <laughs> what? All right, hold on. <clears throat> hold on. Let's talk this out for real. We can edit this if we need to. We can't even do an outro. We got to... <laughs> We got to dig back into this. Thing. She was she was dead. This story says she was dead. Hold on. Southfield Fire continued the statement and said because there was no indication of foul play as per standard operating procedure, the Oakland County Medical Examiner's Office was contacted and given the medical data. The patient was again determined to have expired, and the body was released directly to the family to make arrangements with a funeral home of their choosing. Am I confused, or does that sound like she actually was dead? At which point do we call Rick Grimes in? Is this woman... I don't know if this... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this this story... I don't know if, if the woman is dead or alive. Carl! Okay, maybe I ruined it. Maybe I ruined it because I got so tickled about it. So the female was picked up and transported to the funeral home between 11.30 a.m. and noon on Sunday. This is where 2020 has taken us. We can't decide if this story is about a woman who died or lived to tell the tale. The employees at the funeral home discovered she was still breathing. The funeral home confirmed this on Monday in a statement saying after receiving clearance from the Oakland County Medical Examiner's Office, the woman was transported to our funeral home. Upon her arrival, our staff confirmed she was breathing and called EMS. EMS and emergency crews found her very much alive, and drove her to the hospital. Where did they find her? Southfield at her house, unresponsive. Southfield Fire continued the statement. Okay, so this is the end of their statement. But then they took her to like a mortuary, and then they found her alive later in there, right? They take her to the, yeah, yeah. The funeral home had to call the fire department and police back and say this woman is alive. So the fire department ends their statement saying, because there was no indication of foul play, as per standard operating procedure, the Oakland County Medical Examiner's Office was contacted and given the medical data. The patient was again determined to have expired, and the body was released directly to the family to make arrangements. Okay. So she's alive. She's alive. I love how they're using as of now expired. All right, isn't that crazy? Hey, real quick, yeah. I want to say congratulations to my brother, who got his barber's license today. Ah, so he's been apprenticing. So if you're in Columbia, go see him at Soda City Barbers. Congrats. Ask for Huey. I don't think I like the fact he's already cut my hair. Then weird. Congratulations, Huey. Well done, man. Nice guy. Deserves nothing but the best. His oldest brother? Does he serve whiskey when he is cutting hair? I believe they do. He did when I was there. At 8.30 in the morning. What's up? you start your day. Oh, yeah, all right. All right. Uh, new episodes of the Felt Recall Podcast. Less laughter from me next week. That'll be my goal. Sorry no, about I'll that. i say keep it. I'm sorry. I, I, this is I the most say, entertaining yeah, episode I've I mean, seen in a while. This is probably going to get the most... Downloads uncontrollable. What probably, a world! We'll probably get like sixteen or seventeen downloads out of this thing. 
Listen, all men are created equal. All ideas are not. Be nice to each other, and we will get through it. Okay? We'll see you next time on the Felt Recall Podcast. Podcast.